and welcome to episode 149 of the Dance Speak podcast with Jasmine Raphael, Alyssa Stamp, and your host, Galit Friedlander. This episode, just a heads up, heads up, okay, we go really into a lot of talk around sex, sexuality, relationship, all that stuff. We don't hold back. You're going to probably learn more about me than you ever wanted to know. The idea is to take shame out of it and just be real and press that record button. So... If you don't feel ready for it, honor that space. Otherwise, the earmuffs might have to come off. Um, And the original episode that we did about two years ago, two and a half years ago for Pride Month, um, we did an episode queer and female in the dance world. Oh, it may have been after Pride. No, it's for Pride. Queer and female in the dance world. And it was a conversation with Jasmine Raphael, Amy Morgan, and Alyssa Stamp. So you might want to enjoy hearing that conversation as well. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Dance Speak Podcast. Dance Speak Podcast. And let us know what your thoughts are. If you got something from this episode, please be sure to leave a positive review on iTunes. Share with your community. Tag us and enjoy. My name is Galit Friedlander. I've worn many hats in the dance world over the last 15 plus years and have created Dance Speak as a platform for people in the dance industry to share their stories and blueprints for success. So listen up and get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and get personal with the people behind the movements you love. Well, it's going to be hot in here, so if you need to take any sweat breaks. And um, brain immediately went to, what's that song? Hot you. Huh. Yeah, I know it's gonna be <laughs> that echo. Oh my god. Oh snap. So yeah, I've been feeling less motivated, but I've been like, it's not. I think I'm starting to get. Yeah, I'm gonna run myself into the ground, and then okay, like what? What then? I also just fell for someone. <laughs> Wait mm-hmm. a second. How do you? I've just like fallen for someone, <laughs> and I just want to lay in bed with them and cuddle, mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't want to do anything else. So do that for a I little know. bit. Like, let yourself enjoy that. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. But, like, I'm, like, the biggest know. one. Like, just let yourself enjoy all I of I love this. that. Well, I'm, like, I have my commitments, but then I have my things that are shoulds. There's, like, the obviously, like, the job. Okay, we're, you know, jobs. I'm not going to call out. Yeah, how the fuck do you navigate this part? <laughs> well, normally for me, it's like a like a literal scheduling thing because if I go just willy nilly and I just go with the flow, I'm just going to spend my time doing nothing productive, really, with my time. So mm-hmm. I I literally physically schedule a time where I can be like, okay, on Tuesday on this time I'm going to come see you after this time, and then on like Saturday Sunday we're going to do this specific thing and do this, and then like elsewhere I'm like fucking getting my shit done immediately i'm like that person who would like come home and do homework like immediately Mm -hmm. so that i can just sleep (laughs) i don't want to do anything else after that so Mm -hmm. i just schedule it Mm -hmm. if you actually have that and somebody's literally telling you i want to spend time and you also want to spend time like relationships are genuinely what works between the two people so if that works for both of you then enjoy it who the fuck cares who the fuck cares (laughs) because it's really just you two what are your thoughts? Thank I love this. No, I love I this. I'm like, I have five hats that I'm wearing. So, like, which ones? No, yeah. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. For me, I'm just like, damn. I, I fought, I, like, love so hard. So, for me, for me, it's just like, damn. That was, like, 
a couple hours that I could have just been with you and like oh. looking at you and kissing oh, you. Oh my like, gosh, Jasmine's like, <laughs> so R and B. Wait, what? I know. I feel like you just turned into like you just like leaned back. And was like, no, girl, no, that's like, what I really think. Like I, I remember it. there I love was when this, you get into that. <laughs> no, I remember there was this girl that was. I mean, tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really long before she. She felt comfortable being the one to kiss me. She was so shy. I always kissed her, you know. And then um, I remember when, like, I don't know. It had been a long time since we'd kissed because we were just both being shy. And I had this specific thought just like, oh, my God, so many times I could have kissed you. So many times we could have been kissing before, you know. So I think that could also be his root of... uh, it's not even just like, oh, come on, why did you think that? It's like, damn, like, you know, you just never know. Life is mad short. So I know what you mean in terms of obligations. And I'm, I would, I'm just a scheduler. When I'm in love, I'm honestly super productive because because it can take me away from the relationship if my brain starts to understand that I'm letting other things in my life sort of be diminished by the relationship. And then that'll like, the you know, I'll... I'll just be in a weird place of resistance. So I work super hard when I'm not with her to make sure that, like, everything feels good, everything feels great. Yeah, I talk to my family. There's no resentment. There's yeah. no, like, nothing that can, like, fuck up the way I feel when I'm with them because I'm worried about Correct. my life outside of. Correct. Like, I'm with my... I talk to my family all the time when I'm not with her. I'm, like, I make sure I'm rested. I make sure I feel good about my body. I make, like, stuff like that. Just... It's easier to take Yeah, because then like. the brain doesn't go, man, it's because you're in a relationship. And when oh, that is why? not why, yeah. you know. <laughs> 100%. It's just me not taking care of my shit at that point. Yeah, it has nothing <laughs> to do with the person with the who's person. giving me their time. <laughs> and it at never all. does. God, if they knew the, the things I would be putting off, like, they would be like, listen, no. Right. Exa- oh, my gosh. <laughs> They'd be like, That's so freaking real. Get your real. life together. <laughs> that is the realest. But even if you don't share what it is you're putting oh off Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God. I've had to answer the phone, like, a FaceTime. Um, and I'm like, dude, just got out of rehearsal. And she answers, and I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> just like, hey, you good? Yeah, just chilling. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, ch- I'm kicking it. Because the like, way she would be would be on like, the FaceTime, you're like, on the FaceTime, how old am I? On FaceTime, I'm like, okay, well, I gotta go, cause you know, I gotta go like find something to eat. Meanwhile, my food's been like cold, been for an hour, like, no. I'm like, okay, gotta go. I've been to the extent, especially if the the girl is like, um quality time is her thing and she's oh, yeah. very intuitive women are <laughs> like i'm like talking to her like yeah, yeah yeah cleaning the shit that i have to do before <laughs> neck but never let her see like because then she'll be like if you have to clean that just go just go just go like she's <laughs> so generous you know what i mean or if, if there's just, like some, hangs up for you just yeah like, yeah call me just, later call me so when you're nice. done i'm gonna open this is that okay yeah i've I'm been fucking up with <laughs> i'm opening <laughs> it and I just need this to be cold and I mean I'm breaking mm-hmm. I'm just, okay so listen I have straws but I have reusable straws but I have non-reusable straws from like five years ago I have the last pack I ever got <laughs> so I'm gonna have a straw <laughs> if you if you bought them five years ago I'm, like at this point <laughs> please do something but the way she told us was such an implication, like, yo, I do not buy this. Yeah. So long ago, this old me. I, I, I've just been holding on to them because I can't throw them off. We're like, meanwhile, S probably using straws like last week. I tried. Oh my god. 
Oh, that's okay, cool. So, basic, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. No, well, you know what to do. Okay. I think I've been doing a good job at, like, having some time of fuck it and then pulling it together. Mm-hmm. And then, because I've had so many times, but I know we're not supposed to base it off of the past. I hope you don't mind I've, like, roped you into love talk. No, love isn't talk. that all love, it is? Love yeah. speak. <laughs> I love feel speak. like that is, again, it, purpose of life. Interacting mm. with humans, yeah. loving humans, all this. Yeah. That's what life has literally been, I feel like, only right. during COVID, because it's like, I can't even worry about the other stuff, because it's oh just God. not healthy, too. It's just, it's the, the, mm. but, um, I've had it before where I've been with guys that I felt like my life kind of fell off, because I will do anything, like, when I'm into someone, I just, I just see them. I just have memories of like being 23 and I'm really pushing for dance but like skipping dance class because I'm, you know, messing around with this person or whatever and then they end up sucking and I'm like, (laughs) I sacrificed, you know, these things and they don't give a shit about me but as I say it, I realize like, no, that's the past and if it's high quality time, it's high quality time, like whatever it turns out to be or not. Right. Period. 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 And don't give yourself like... Don't bash on yourself for future things, whatever the future might bring. Like, you can't make your decisions off of that if that's not what's happening. If you're enjoying your time now, make your decisions off of that. And mm. then, you know, like, hindsight is whatever. It's so it's so interesting. And I remember <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> I'm here. I remember the last one. I, like, we're, like, all sitting on the sofa. And I think Amy was also, Amy, we wish... You could be here today. She's on a job, so it's literally she's that's the only reason why she's not here. She's mm-hmm. not like a girl band and all of a sudden ginger spice. Yeah. But I remember last time just feeling so scared to like say the wrong thing or whatever. And then the last year with like so much, you know, coming up in media and, and people speaking up and, and the whole conversation shifting and languaging shifting. And I yeah. Not to make it about me, but, you know, just the, there's that perspective of, like, I don't want to fuck it up, and I don't want to offend anyone, and all that stuff, and I just remember it felt like that times ten. So not in a bad way or to make it, like, something no. negative, but that's all. I hear you. I hear How you, for sure. How long ago was that? I feel, I feel like, like it was three two years. years. Three two years? years ago. Are you Maybe two years? It was, it, was, like, it was early 2019. What year is it now? Oh, it's 2021. Oh, it's two years. Two years. That's... Bye, cheers. Weird. It feels longer. That and feels I also so feel like weird. how often are these conversations had where it's like things, that's what's beautiful. I feel like it'll be like community, 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 but not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my that's gosh. That's so crazy. So how do we identify? Jasmine, are you first? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would identify now, if anything, as bisexual. No. I think before, like since we last spoke, I kind of was more like, oh, I'm queer generally or gay. I would use gay a lot. I think it was, that was more of like, like, yo, I'm gay because I needed to, <laughs> like, I mean, I would say I'm bisexual, but I would, but I would say that I'm homo uh, romantic, meaning, so bisexual, like I'm sexually attracted to men and women. Mm-hmm. And then homo romantic, I only want to be in love with women. Like I only find myself being falling in love with women. I I only can picture myself spending the rest of my life with a woman. Um, but I am, yeah, I'm attracted sexually to both. So I would technically be called bisexual. 
Yeah, I remember that really stuck with me because I've always thought, like, you know, identify as straight and, like, you know, I love men and da da da. But I'm also like, women are so damn wonderful and fine. And, like, maybe if I was socialized differently or da da da. And I remember you saying, like, I want to, if I, you can correct me if I'm off, but you, not like you can. But you um you were like I want to be with a woman I want to like have a life with and I was like oh damn yeah I've never had that thought and yeah. so that was like a good to me distinction also like yeah it's you know there's the make out at the party or da 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 I want to be with a woman always a make out I know that's what she said so that's brilliant oh they said that's Brittany I was bringing her yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's a new term for me. I will have to. You said homo romantic. Yeah. I did not know that one before. That's a good one. That's a good one to I, to to use because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the case with a lot of my bisexual friends. So that's nice to have some wording behind it that mm-hmm. gives it better vocabulary. So thank you. Yeah. I don't know if I've given a lot of thought to what. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm probably pansexual. And I'm also polyamorous. I just kind of take it person by person. Yeah. Uh, usually for me, it's a very strong, like when I meet you, I usually have a sensation or I don't have a sensation of like, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I would say every single person I've ever been with, the second I have seen them, I have been like, oh yeah, for sure. We're spending more time together. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to do all the things, so. And, like, not that, not to be, like, you now speak on behalf of all poly folk, <laughs> but um, I'm so curious about it, because I realize, like, I haven't been, I don't know, like, am I going to keep this part? I haven't been in a traditional committed relationship hardly ever, but it's because I kept on being with, like, commitment folks, but that was because of, I realized, an, oh, a fear of my own. Mm. But I haven't been in a long-term committed relationship, and... So I, wait, where am I going with this? So I I know that when I like someone, like I just want to be with them, but I've not really been past the honeymoon phase with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. And so I wonder, do you have ever like jealousy or was there a time where you really weren't sure if you wanted to be poly or like, how's that for you? (laughs) Um, It's been something that's kind of played out in my relationships my entire life. I feel like if you were to talk to anybody in my past, they would be like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> that, um, that you're poly or that yeah, you're that jealous? Yeah, I'm poly. Okay. I am generally a person by happenstance that kind of does what they want to do. Like it's very much something where my friends tell me something's like happening and if this is where my brain is, like that is just where my brain is. Where am I going with that? I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> Poly. Yeah. I was, I was oh, asking, like, uh, do you have so so? What I mean by I just kind of do my own things is that I've always been somebody who travels frequently. I'm always somebody who has you know from a young age I started traveling and I was able to build relationships with people and start building a life that was different than my home life. So I lived in a small town. I went to school in a small town. I grew up in a small town. But every summer, every couple of months, I would go travel for this dance event or I would go do this thing with a family member or whatever, which, you know, extended my life to having wide ranges of circles of people on different timelines. And I was able to experience people and versions of myself 
in these places and spaces and time that if I had just stayed in my small town, I wouldn't have all these extra timelines and these experiences. So for me and in, in my brain, there's a place and space for me to interact with people freely, like all the time. I, you know, like I think everybody can relate to when you spend one-on-one -on -one time with anybody, you get a version of them that's very specific and they get a version of you that's very specific to the space and time. My life, it's just, it all is the same relationship-wise or not. I think it's very beautiful to have a relationship with somebody, an interaction with somebody playing out and I don't see myself limiting that. Because in my experience, monogamy has been a very strict, like, if you are with me, you don't do, you don't spend time with this demographic of person. Mm. Oftentimes, like when my friends vent to me about their relationships, they're like, well, you know, I'm friends with my ex, but like this person's not okay with them. I will even say it, Jasmine and I. Jasmine and I have never been in a relationship that's been intimate or anything like that, but I care for Jasmine and I pick up the phone for Jasmine playing out. Some people see the work that we do together and this time we spend together and the fact that I spend time with Jasmine's family and they're uncomfortable by it for whatever reason. And that doesn't make any sense to me. Jasmine's somebody who cares about me and my well-being, and I would never cut Jasmine out of my life for that. So in my mind, it also it covers all of that. Like, I'm not, these are my friends, and they're people that matter, and they're my support system. So outside of that, too, you know, I, I have been in spaces and time where I can, I have met people where that initial first reaction, like, still stands. Like, you know... I, I have been, I am currently in multiple relationships, so those feelings are undeniable, and these are people that I continue to have space and time and share, you know, like, it's not like it's a one-off, like, I've, I'm probably not inclined if I see somebody in the store. I mean, I actually don't know. I've never been out and about and literally seen somebody that I had no context with or would never see again where I was like, I need to say something, but there's been situations where... I'm either in a workspace or, it's awful to say, in a workspace or like in a mutual friend group or where I just see them and I'm like, all right, well, I know I'm going to probably see you again, so I'm just going to cut out the inevitable. I'm just going to ask you for your time and see where it goes from there. And if you're on the same page, then we'll just take it from there. But I'm, I'm always up front nowadays. Mm -hmm. I wasn't always because I didn't always have the wording for it. I remember... Mm -hmm. I think I was like 16, 17 when, <laughs> same old girlfriend from back home, but I think I talked about her in the last <laughs> podcast, but um, her sister and I were friends and we were standing in a store and we were talking about things and I was really open with her sister about my life and where I was going with things and just the people that were around and she was like, you know, you're just polyamorous, like, I don't think you should date my sister, um, but I think you're polyamorous and you need to like figure that out <laughs> and I was like oh I don't know what that is but okay and then um and then from there it's just been something that's slowly I've either looked into or like the internet you know the internet offers vocabulary but it's been something to me where I've given myself space and time to build that dialogue for myself and then you know when I meet people and I want to continue and seeing them in, in any way, shape, or form, I always 
now communicate like, well, this is what this means for me, and this is how I conduct my life, and this is what you'll probably get from me, and this is, you know, I'll keep you in the loop, and, you know, I just don't want to waste anybody's time. I just want to enjoy my time and not disrespect anybody else's time, because our time is so limited. Yeah. It's just not worth... And question okay because I'm trying to you know yeah. whenever I hear anything I'm like I try, to, I try it on myself also I'm like hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay so for me when I like someone mm-hmm. suddenly it's like whoosh to them and it almost doesn't like I don't want to let anyone else into my love field when I like one person so is that like automatically knocks me out for polyamory <laughs> um I mean probably I say it for me a large part of that poly extends to people that I care deeply for, that I, that w- I would move my life around, mm-hmm. who would take a certain priority in... Because, you know, for me, it's about what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And yes, people are important to me, but ultimately, like, unless you're, like, a child of mine, like, there's not really one person I would really just, like, mm-hmm. move everything around. But that being said, I have people that I care about that, like... They need my space and time. They have it. I don't know how, like, best to describe it. But not in, like, a love... Yeah. And like, people that you, I'm You're not exclusively to. sharing your affectionate love vibrations with just one person. Yeah, when, yeah. Delete, you're saying that you yeah, do. Yeah, I usually... I, like, yeah. this person that I like, immediately, I kind of just naturally felt like cutting off other possibilities and like I just really want to focus on them and it almost feels like muddied not in a see for me it's it's I get really excited and I I really want to experience that and give time to that Mm -hmm. but then there's a part of me not but and there's a part of me who at the end of the day when I'm reflecting and really enjoying like looking back at that time I spent with that person I want to go back to my support system Mm -hmm. And let them know about it and like be able to rehash that for me that is also other people that I feel that way about oh, that's community. other people that you're dating other yeah other people that I feel strongly for and that I have those relationships with that I also experience that feeling with I'm just experiencing my life and coming back to them and sharing it with them and getting to enjoy that even more with my support system I I feel like my romantic relationships are also then wrapped up into how I view my support system and the people I go to always. Does that make sense? Um, I'm a little bit confused. Okay. So, Help me out. Is, like, is your support versus... system one one person? Mm-mm. Okay, so yeah, that's... Yeah. So you, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you see someone, you're excited about them, you're like attracted to them, you mm-hmm. want to spend more time with them you enjoy being able to like do that with multiple people at the Mm -hmm. same time and then be able to tell them tell each other about your excitement about each other ah that's a big distinction too because there's polyamorous people that don't practice kitchen table and there's people who do so what i practice kitchen table talk yes where ideally the concept is is you would be you would want all of your partners to be able to sit at the same table and share a meal and be able to talk to each other and enjoy each other's company. There's people who don't do that and don't have, they don't talk about their other relationships with that person at all. Okay. And it's like separate. Mm-hmm. So my distinction is that. But yeah. I definitely like, like fun. <laughs> if there's, I, I don't think I've ever, I think I can feel strongly for one person at a time if there is just no other 
person that comes into my life that mm-hmm. fits the description that works for me. But if there are, then there are. It's not really like a, I always have, I'm constantly looking for, mm-hmm. there's like slots to fill. It's just, if I meet them, I meet them. Or if this person in the space and time is in this relationship with me. But that also changes. Like, you know, I feel like people change as they move and grow, but if you enjoy that person, they're not going to really go anywhere. Like, I usually stay friends with most of the people in my life throughout it. I respect Mm -hmm. that so much. I feel like there's... um, I've been in... I have so I have had so much shame around this. I've been in this scenario more than once where someone was not honest with me about their relationship status, where they That's either weird. I never understand that. <gasps> like, what's the point? <laughs> I I think it's maybe having your cake and wanting to eat it too. But you can have that. I That's know the phrase that specifically gets used <laughs> often when people do get upset because people. I mean, I've been in the case where monogamous people would like to pursue a relationship with me mm-hmm. and ultimately find out that that's not for them. It doesn't work yeah, for them. Yeah, I mean, you have to... And they sorry. give me that. They're like, oh, you can't have your oh, cake and eat it. Oh, sorry. Like, that's such a... That's what I we... I know it's that's, fine. We're, we're all know? different, honestly. Yeah, it's, and it's that's... Totally and that's fine. We don't have I'm to agree about this. I'm not hurt by that Oh, but either. I don't mean that. What I mean is oh. <laughs> if you are... But maybe also... Like, one thing that being in quarantine for so long really got me to see was how easy it is to have your opinions and be self-righteous and look at people I've always respected being poly because here's the thing I'm not a fan of someone who's in a monogamous relationship and cheating now a lot of people do that and so I don't I'm not in obviously I have something around it but I'm not into judging that either because I do I I like listening to like Esther Perel and she talks a lot about this that people get quick into judgment instead of just looking at the bigger picture Mm -hmm. of well what is the big like what is this saying because something's just not quite right but when I say have your cake and eat it I mean being with multiple people but being with great like being in a promise with someone that you're only going to be with one person yeah the communication I mean it's it's definitely can get uncomfortable at times, you know, especially if you're in a situation where you're figuring things out. Because the way I take it is that anytime I set up a relationship with anybody, it's about what works specifically for us, what is within everybody's boundaries and, and what feels comfortable. And that changes often. And like in my world, <laughs> in my poly world, there's definitely cheating. Like if, if, if you act outside of the bounds that we set up and agreed upon then like yeah that's mistrust that's cheating and you know there's comfortable things and there's uncomfortable things but it's about working again with making it work with anybody because I feel like when you get down to it and you're actually in like (laughs) a relationship where you're like all right we're down to huck it it's like shit everything is about like well can we make this work together like living with somebody is like yeah. How do we make this work together? And maybe yeah. to like reframe it before we move on is yeah. I have so much respect for saying like this is where I'm at or I'm open to multiple relationships and like owning that and exploring that and having those conversations mm-hmm. versus avoiding them and breaking promises all over the place. But even as I say it, I want to also say I want to take out 
and work on my own judgment over cheating. I'm not saying cheating is okay, but I think that there's so much around it being something awful and this and that, but like it black and white, and it's right. so often times like in any in any mm. relationship, anything that you know brings conflict is so never black and white. Never, mm. it's always on that gray scale. So I mean, I'm still. This is the first time I would say that I would say the last two three years has been. I've been the most vocal, I've been the most, like, upfront, like, you know, this and this and this is how I operate, I know that now, if that doesn't work for you, like, it's not gonna work, and I've now been, like, upfront to the point to where I've been able to really try these things and this identity on for myself, and so I don't even know if that one's gonna stay. I'm also, like, you know, maybe am I just floating through the world with like an interesting concept of relationships because of how I grew up and maybe am I just like committing to people too early and I just should practice this like concept of dating around that is not often practiced anymore Mm. where you just you know you're not because then the conversation people often ask me is like where does marriage fit in where do Mm. children fit in and I'm like well I'm like, I can imagine maybe staying with one person when raising a child because I've never seen, like, the structure of a, I mean, other than, like, split families. I'm like, but how does that, you know, and it's always about, like, if you meet the right person and and, and people to fit your situation, so very much so it's just kind of like all over the place so i'm still figuring, yeah, figuring no it out judgment. also like no judgment i hope it's not coming off as oh anything. not judgment just sharing with you that yeah. like i don't even really have like i think i don't even know how it works half the time either i just yeah. have so much respect for um the confidence and willingness to say like this is what i'm trying out or this is where i'm at especially when it's non-traditional yeah. Well, these yeah. are just the people I also care about, and I don't care to belittle them when I talk to other people. Like, yeah. all the people in my life are people I am proud of and would love to speak about and love to share with other people. You know, like, I don't... That is the one thing I don't want to do. I don't want to specifically not share... Be, for what? For yeah. what? <sighs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> so... I guess that the what are overlooked benefits and advantages of being in queer relationships, Jasmine? <laughs> um, hmm, overlooked advantages. I like to explore my like masculine energy in a relationship with another female identifying woman. I feel like it lends to the masculine energy in all of us that is sort of like um knowledgeable like a leader Mm. um i don't mean to say that females are not like that but i think that females that are more like that they engage in in the power between both of those energies and uh that's like an advantage for me i like like the confidence that it brings me as a partner and as a lover yeah i love loving a woman Mm. i think it brings out the best in me so I don't know. You all say such poetic. <laughs> it's so poetic. Yeah. I love it. I like it a lot. It's interesting because, like, for me, I, I well, it's because I've been told I have um, a lot of masculine energy or the way that I run my life is, like, masculine energy because I'm planning and I'm leading and da-da-da. And I'm naturally, the way that I was for a long time with guys, is like, oh, you're interested in me? You want to see me? Okay, how's Tuesday 4 p.m.? Or, <laughs> like... 
literally me always yeah <laughs> and I I try to practice not trying to take it back a step for women but like I try to practice being led and it's so challenging for me because I'm used to honing my masculine energy is what runs my life yeah so it's like but not but yeah no you can go between both too I think with women as well like I think it's cool because I'm not negating any of it no absolutely absolutely I'm adding on no totally and being led is um was kind of my MO in my first relationship and then yeah you can go back and forth I feel like especially if you're with a dynamic woman and especially if you understand her needs because you also understand that a woman likes to be led, but you also understand that a woman likes to take care of you. Yeah. So like sometimes if I'm in this space where I like, I I do like to like take care. I'm protective now. I don't know. I think that changed with the woman, but but then I understood that there were sometimes when I felt like she wanted, um, like she would feel loved if I let her take care of me. So. It's like just about being so, so, so present. I think that's also one of the greatest advantages of a woman is because women are so intuitive. Mm. So if you are like here, and if I look like, <laughs> like she'll be like, don't look to the to the left be- and think Jasmine about Jasmine just up. shifted her gaze about half a millimeter. Yeah, it's half a millimeter. No, I love barely. that. I feel like it increases my presence like so much. And I think that's that's any person. I don't th- I don't know if that's just like, but I, I love that about being with women. Well, women are magical. Yeah. Like, not say, no, women are <laughs> no, magical. they are. And like, I even think about, shit. you know, even for me, like, platonically, like, whatever. There's times when I, I want more masculine energy and I want to be with that guy. But there's times, like, I want to be around a badass female energy. I just want to. Yeah. And so what you're saying also even to me it just makes even even to me this like plain person no no it makes perfect sense yeah yeah Alyssa I mean I feel like we've kind of spoken on it but is there any other like benefits or advantages that come to mind or for you is that a I mean I think (laughs) (laughs) um I think there's duality always because I can say that I can agree and and see that in my life when Jasmine talks about it, but I can also see, like, at least in my male relationships, I feel like I get to also exercise my masculinity as well, because I've also, at least with me, I found men that, (laughs) the best way, I feel like, in my experience, all men on some form just kind of want to be babied a little bit, they just want to be kind of, like, coddled, and so I feel like, there's a bit of that, and then also the the there's a, still a push and pull of the respect of like, but also I want to take care of you. I also mm-hmm. want to open doors for you. I know you can take care of yourself and all the things. But then in the flip side as well, I think there is something so wonderful and like undeniable about somebody who is just out and is so just down to love you and be like, this is my person and this is like... So in that case, that back and forth of like, we just take care of each other because we just take care of each other. I love that. In all, I love that in all relationships. I feel like that's how it always should be. Um, and I think that's the benefit of being with anybody who is just like out and about for you. I feel like originally when that came to mind, when you said that, that when that came to mind, something that I experienced 
often, this is what I thought your question, what your uh, suggestion for the question was about. Um, something I kind of fall into talking about often with my friends who are bisexual is this, this kind of weird dynamic that plays into the jealousy around if like one person identifies as strictly lesbian and one person identifies as bisexual, there's this weird jealousy around the arousal that, that the you know the opposite sex can can give. And so there's like this weird dialogue of, you know, I can see how there's benefits of just like removing that, you know. Because I feel like a lot of lesbians in their younger days when they're figuring things out and trying relationships for the first time and also experiencing people who are just figuring it out for themselves, you have a lot of those boundary line crossings where somebody who is trying something officially identifies as not that anymore. Um, so if anything, I was going to ask you, do you, do you find that in, I mean, I know... In your relationships, like, do you ever find, because you like to pursue relationships with women, mm-hmm. but you're also still attracted to men, do you ever find that that falls into some sort of dialogue in your relationships? Because when you, when you first post the question, is there benefits to being in just mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. that my mind immediately went to lesbian and lesbian versus lesbian mm-hmm. and bisexual. Do they get jealous, are you asking? Is yeah. Someone, do yeah. you experience that, that dynamic of... Yeah. Well, you still like men. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As like an underlying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that that's definitely, yeah, I've run into that in serious ways and in, and in playful ways. Like, <laughs> for real, like, I think that is maybe a disadvantage of, if we're going to go into like disadvantages of being with, in a queer relationship, you know, with a woman, there does tend to be comparison sometimes you know physically um jealousy is jealousy but specifically like sexually for example like I've been in a situation where you know me and my me and my partner like I wanted to do something you know with her sexually Mm -hmm. that was more conducive to like sex with men Mm -hmm. right and so she was super it almost hurt her to the point of like we was gonna break up because she was like, "Well, I'm not a dude, and uh, if that this is what you need, I don't know if I can give that to you, uh, like for the rest of our lives." And we were really serious, yes, you know, and it was pretty heartbreaking, you know. And yeah. then I thought that, but then you know, it comes up also in playful ways, mm-hmm. um, where it's like, "Oh, this dude or whatever," and and then you can kind of like compare notes with your girl because I've been with like really feminine women, and I'm I can be feminine, so like guys hit on me and the guys hit on my girl or like the girl that I'm talking to or whatever Mm -hmm. so like then you can compare notes and then it's like playful like oh Mm -hmm. well that was weird or whatever (laughs) but jealousy is jealousy period but but I think that's a disadvantage I would say when it comes to to women in sex like with sex I would say that's in now that I think about it probably like the only disadvantage because I feel like I don't have I hate that like what's it what would you even call that? I hate, I hate how men are just not bothered by the thought of women with women. Like I, I don't really run into men that have an issue with the fact that I'm. Until, oh, I until, fucking do. Until, I do. I was just about to say, and looking at you, until I'm like 
picking up the phone for them or like changing my plans or like they need me for something and then they're like wait I just listened to a trans comedian and she had like a name Pink Fox and she had this brilliant I thought it was like a brilliant set because she was so fucking funny period Mm -hmm. and a rock star and also like putting it out just her whole like trans life Mm -hmm. and everything that you would think about Mm -hmm. she just addressed it Mm -hmm. um and then one of the things she was talking about like but I'll fuck your wife (laughs) and you'll think we're best friends and not to try to but it was she just the way that she like utilized comedy for it but was also like you really don't think about that yeah, but it's yeah. you know yeah like that that part <laughs> I, that would be a such dis- a lesbian not a good <laughs> it's such a like queer woman thing to say <laughs> i'll say that <laughs> sorry like in all that in all friends you know especially when it comes to like sex but yeah whatever. and then and but then like also like that is something i feel like disadvantage but like it doesn't seem to play the same way until it does, but I guess it's all the same. It's all the same. Well, I think it maybe goes back to what we talked about in the first episode, which was coming back to like how it's like women with women is super sensationalized, mm-hmm. and it's like, ooh, this hot make out in front of me and all this stuff, and it's like, it's not that. Yeah, it's like very <laughs> surfacey and all this stuff, but yeah, I mean, we're all victim to it. Like we all. T- there were repercussions for all of us when it came to like porn culture with like lesbians mm. and stuff. I think. Okay, so porn. Oh my god. <laughs> porn. <laughs> and how it's fucked everything up for everyone. I think. I think. I don't know. I mean. Do you watch porn? Who watches porn? I don't watch Actually, porn, but I. Once in a I blue. do know. <laughs> I mean, I think that lesbian porn. I mean, honestly, in my first in- sexual encounter with a woman. I literally could tell that she had watched some lesbian porn. Like, I could tell. It wasn't bad, though. It wasn't bad. It was just she knew exactly what to do, where to go. Oh. But wasn't really trying to figure things out with me. You know? It it was... Uh. I mean, I ended up with that person. It was a beautiful relationship. (laughs) But... um, No, but I could just, like... I could just tell. But I also... You know, it's not like it was a totally bad thing. I think it opened up the interest for us and like and kind of open the doors of like how to go about starting it um does it was it that it felt like all right you do this and then yeah it felt choreographed it felt like hey i'm here i'm here now i'm here now i'm down here now i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this for you because it was just like yeah, it like was a lot of choreography. The pickup from porn. Is it? Like. Oh, for sure. Porn that's like, like the, how like, you know. I'm gonna just Let's flip you around like this and do this and then do this for an automatic amount of time. Because you just can, do this. There's like no it's like the same, reason. It's the same as heterosex. It's the same. It's like if you know if somebody's not. You know, like things build. If someone's not, and there's not a build when it's just like it's question because that? having the same anatomy is it like a little like if if a guy's having porn sex. With me, okay. All right, I'm not a virgin. I feel like no, it's no. the worst thing. It's like you don't understand how this thing over here works. It's genuinely confusing to me when I am with a woman and then it's like, I'm sorry, do you not, not touch yourself? Come have you on, though. Don't touched? be, don't no, be so hard on it because I've been bad, bro. I've been bad. But no, 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 no. no. I feel like, I feel like, okay, all, all shit aside, like, 
first time sex with somebody, it's it's only up from here. Always yeah. remember, it's only up. Yeah, it's like, true. it's just like this is just okay. us like going in with what prior knowledge. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the sure. other person. And then from there, it's the communication. But like, I always ask, like, do you masturbate? Because like, then you can at least lead me. You know what you like, so that like that's a hot like also. Yeah. That's way to easiest way to start the conversation because then it's like okay well show me let me is it like this mm-hmm. then can we you know but if they don't Take and notes. then they just watch porn it's like oh, if they, I don't know they, I don't know in quick situation where you're not masturbating and just watching has that happened to you where <laughs> I was just about to say I don't you don't think that's happening actually actually someone has said I have I'm not a friend, masturbated not somebody I've been with, but a friend. So I didn't like okay, so push not, them to so expound not. on it. Then be like, expound? I don't think I used that correctly. That, I would use that's that. Right. No, I think it is correct. <laughs> that's right. Um, where I was like, da 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 da. We're talking about their sex life, and then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. Wait, do you not masturbate? I have a feeling you don't masturbate. Do you not masturbate? And they're like, no. Why would I touch myself? And I'm like, <gasps> they're like, I much rather have somebody else. And I'm like, but you've never been in a situation where you're like, God forbid, traveling back home. They're not from here. Traveling back home and you're, and you're like thinking about, and you're just like, God I need forbid. to like do something about it. And you don't masturbate. They're like, no. And I'm like, what do you do? They're like, I God like using my hands. And I'm like, okay, so you don't buy something? I'm like, the internet, like there's like a year they return policy on these things. To. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, so how do you know what you like during sex? And she's like, oh, well, you know, they just like things, they just work. And I'm like, all right, no, 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 no. This is, this is why this is not working for you. <laughs> you gotta masturbate. But she also- You're an advocate for masturbation, I hear it. Yes, and but she so also would like watch porn to get an understanding of what points of reference other people were using. And I'm like, but if you have no point of reference for yourself, what are you doing? It's just a thing. You know? it's, it's she has now come, since then, has come back to me and been like, okay, I have bought a sex mm. toy. I now masturbate. Mm. My sex life is so much yeah. better. Yeah. So I'm like, to each their own, but also. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't masturbate at all, or is that she uses sex toy? She didn't masturbate at all. At all. Touch herself at all. Okay. Started, okay, to, started to practice that. Started to be like, all right, this is probably what I need. Did some research. Got something. What's interesting is, like, I ha- shameless plug, I have an episode, I think it's called the sex episode, with, like, two, I forget, they get, like, coaches, and they work in sensuality and sexuality. I missed this one. What? <gasps> I'm gonna have to revisit. Please. I think we got to extended orgasm, with, like, within the first ten minutes. Yeah. But it's interesting, because even, there's certain things that they talk about a lot, with certain, like, sensual touch and extended orgasm, and even for me... <laughs> the expert no like I, I'm in touch with my with myself but I was like oh I never thought about it or like this part of like the clitoris is the most sensitive within the most sensitive or the things that they talk about and then the questions because I did two courses with them I've done more than two not like oh I know yeah. everything but no, the courses sure. I did with them and people's questions and the questions that would come up I'm like oh my god we've not even scratched the surface because there's things that we know feel good, but there's things we don't know about that we don't know that we don't know about. No, and, and even going back to your first point about, or your first question about, like, you know, since it's, you, since it's like, y'all have the same parts, does, you know, does she know or do you know? It's like, 
I mean, to a certain extent, yeah, you can go based off intuition. You can go based off experience, you know, masturbating yourself yourself or, or them. But it changed my sex life, like, completely when I, like, started to try to, like, learn a, on my own about, like, the body of a woman, you know? And there's this website called omgs.com, and it, like, walks you through... Um, orgasms and uh the clitoris and where and um or being and and pressure and what kind of climax are you are and like is it repetition are you a repetition um orgasm you know person or or what have you and i feel like that that helped me a lot just because you can be like all right when i'm in there i'm just gonna like feel her but like <laughs> when when you're when you're in the mo- moment or like if you get insecure as a leader in sex with a woman, like, that shit is kind of downhill from there. Like, it's kind of hard to get get your head out of, out of it. For me, when I was younger, I'm great now. I would say I'm much better now. But, like, like back in my, like, early 20s or whatever, like, I feel like it was so helpful to, like, have information on, like, how to please women or even just how to talk to her and be like, you know, do you like like want more pressure here, or do you want me to circle here? Or do you want me to, you know, like it's no it's man has helpful. ever asked me that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what I was just about to say is that this stuff is no. helpful in any relationship. Oh yeah, it's especially not. It's for not me, like I feel like that's one thing that I was never taught growing up about relationships is that. Not only do you have to like the person and does your life have to line up, but your sexual interests have to line up. And, you know, what works in bed for you has to work for them as well. Or you're or just, it doesn't have to work with it, but the interest of, of like yeah. working with and, and satisfying that has to be there. And so, like, definitely get that dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> get that dialogue going. And then there's other stuff. Like, I've have you experienced this with is, with women? Like guys I'll be like listen if we can have sex we have to be able to talk about sex and I've had it before where guys were like oh I prefer to like just do it and figure it out and it's so hard for them to just to also talk about it have dialogue I feel like that's a person-to-person basis I've definitely been with a woman who just was like it was just like pulling teeth trying to like talk about it I'm like we could do it all day long but it was just like talking about it was just like not a I was like what do you mean yeah I've had someone where it was more I did have a really great communicator I was in a relationship with like a great communicator who just she just wanted to know she just was really wanting to please mm-hmm. you know like it was in her best interest so she wasn't even trying to be a dope communicator she just was like like she honestly yeah to get she <laughs> honestly had an <laughs> orgasm one time when and I didn't even touch her but it was because she gave me one so she had one at the same time. That's so beautiful. It was amazing. Can I have five people? Yeah, That's that awesome. shit was amazing. Oh. Yeah, it was like the best thing ever. So I Damn. feel like it's in the interest of that person. So I don't think Damn. it's a there's male. So I think there's yeah, like an Show you, Jasmine. Yes, what are you having? But that's how, that's how much this, yeah. Just, Damn. She's like just sitting here, just like, Damn. <laughs> and you over there, five feet away, you have an orgasm, and you no. have an orgasm. Oh, no. And the open No, orgasms. that was her, bro. That's a, This is a compliment Sorry. to her, man. Sorry. She was so... 
She was the shit. Yeah. We all have orgasms. <laughs> orgasm for you, for you, you for you. For just for giving me, up a wet. No, dance. honestly, like when, when I'm with a, like with a friend. No, when I'm with a friend that's like straight or like I don't know that has primarily had sex with guys and like they're like, oh, do you have to fake it or like, or I I don't I don't come or whatever and I'm like. Bro, like, I, you are not leaving my place. Unlike, not her specifically, but, but like... But, like, <laughs> you to your friend in that moment in time. But I'm like, girl. yo, I will just get... I'm here to bring it, bro. Like, I don't oh know. Oh, my I goodness. Know, like, okay, I don't know. About I, that, right? I don't condone faking it ever. Oh, never. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I've I never, would. ever, ever been in a situation with a male. Thank goodness. I've never been fair. in a situation with a male that's been, like... <laughs> I gotta I faked hurry before. these things up. I faked it I before faked with it before. a man. I would never fake it with a woman because okay, I feel off, like she would, she would call know. Me out on that shit. This girl <laughs> She'd be would like, know. Are you me? Honestly, <laughs> I've been with a girl too who she was like, please never fake it. Don't do that to me. Don't do it. Uh, yeah, it's just not she was worth like, it. please don't do that to me. For what? That's gonna build just bad habits. <laughs> I'm gonna think you like that. I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah, it's gonna be my just a waste of time, my guy. <laughs> and there's also diff- I try to explain like there's different types of orgasms. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, and that's all. But um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, it just turned into full. full <laughs> and then episode. there's like learn it. <laughs> just like <laughs> roll away into the distance. <laughs> And then I'll be like, I'm not done though. <laughs> and they're like, this doesn't mean I'm done. Wait, what are you talking I about? I try to explain sometimes to guys, I'm like, just because I'm having an orgasm, it doesn't mean it just. I know, yo. Like, I can keep going. So, oh, damn, go yeah. off. No, I used it. Sometimes it'd be like that. And sometimes. You'd be like, it hurts, bro. Like the second, yeah, second or third or fourth. But actually, when I first got with a my first, okay, why are we going in? I love it. I know. No, it was like a scoreboard or something. Like I think that's. I think that's what's fun with like like women because women can do can Uh, have multiple. Yes, there are some men who get to that point where they don't have like a. I've met some men that just have no rebound time and can just keep going. Oh shit! Really? I thought that it was a thing. No, nope. where they couldn't. No, it depends I on the well, I'm so I'm so naive. Everybody's orgasm and their sexual interests and what works for them is 100% what works for them. Right. I have thankfully now met my share of people that like thankfully I feel like I've been putting it out into the universe like their lord just help me out like I need this specifically and Lo and behold, for organizations in a night, no less. Yes, like <laughs> no less. Get away from like, <laughs> I'm talking about like five minute wait time. Like I'm ready to go again. Like we need to like five be able minutes to is kind of a lot. I could do. I could wait five minutes. I'm talking about it hurts when it's like I'm done well, and I then she some... just keeps going and I'm like yeah like I've been like please stop that yeah and she's it's just trying yeah, it's she's like no it's cool I'm it's like, cool it's cool I'm good I'm good girl. it depends I'm where. Good. But I, I do yeah. I, I do feel like with some men, even at that five-minute mark, they're like, you know, they're done for the... For the rest of the night. For the night. We all know those. And don't <laughs> make up that excuses. that works for... <laughs> <laughs> you're tired, you're done. But I mean, commend that they... You no, know, they, I mean, they, each for everybody. If you get somebody off, though, if you get a woman off, Anybody, thank you. Thank goodness because, you orgasmed at I least mean, once. I mean, y'all, that's a minimum, though. <laughs> Y'all, We're it is a minimum. 
to make your woman come, okay? I'm just saying, or try. Everybody, everybody should have Everybody. In the sex but then it, session. It makes me feel pressured, like I have to. Right, and that's it's true, really, though. I don't know, but there's also something for building and, <laughs> like, having a... Oh, haven't you guys ever had, like, an extended day where you, like, you build it and you wait, like, you stop, you you just build it and you just, like, yeah, sure. really yeah. make it wait and, like, yeah, like and then finally, thing. yeah. There's also something for that. There's also, or, like, you know, you visit your significant other or whoever on, like, a lunch break and you can't really do anything during a lunch break, but you just see them and you, like, you're like, I'm going to see you later. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but let's talk about, so you're saying you feel you feel pressured to have an orgasm mm-hmm. though. I think that's important to note though too. Yeah. I think cuz if cuz if a woman is cuz if you're just not getting there, you're not getting there. Yeah. And, and the I pressure think that's of cool. thinking about I have to come is oh, never well, going to get you there. It sucks. Like I can feel like turned on, I can be enjoying myself, but it doesn't mean I go there and it, it's for me to feel like I finished, that's actually finished. That's not super common. And I think it might also be that I haven't had like a longer term relationship where we build on the turn on, but we build on the tr- that trust and that vulnerability. Mm, that's an important one. Because if it's someone like that, it's more of a hookup. Then there's still a wall up there, and there's a certain kind of orgasm with that. Yeah, it's, it's not like formative. Yeah. And then <laughs> and it's like, just like bam, like. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. yeah, it's like it's like it could be quick. It's on know? a certain level, and then like. I mean, think I'm used to it being more casual, but that's not what I want. And so feeling someone that my heart feels lit up around, it's kind of, it makes it actually vulnerable, much more vulnerable. And like, whoa, this is like, it kind of gets, I think, to more of the core of what sex can be, you yeah. know? That's so Amazing. beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Like you're going to cry and shit. Oh. <laughs> no, that's that. When you get to the point where you... Y'all orgasm crying. and then you cry and then, and then like, you say I love you. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I, you know, I hate those cheesy moments, but seriously, that's no. like when a relationship gets to that point and you're just like, oh god damn it, I like you. Like, ugh, what am I, oh what am I feeling? God. I remember the first. It hasn't it's happened best. a ton of times, and the first time I cried with someone, he like freaked out and like. <laughs> got soft and like got oh, weird. Oh no! And that's okay, guys. Like you don't have yeah. to be. I'm glad you had that beautiful moment. But yeah, like it's it was the emotional soul. part. He was kind of like whoa, and okay. Oh. But but then yeah, like emotionally, it was not taken care of at all. Yeah. Um, and not that I, it's it's hard for me to even say that I wasn't taken care of because I my thing is I'm always like I'm good. I can take care of myself. Oh, but it's so important for you to be like, no, that needed to be... A moment for where you were seeing. I'm glad that you can identify that for yourself because that means in the future you'll definitely end up there. I want to (laughs) sob! You want to cry together? Yeah, you want to sob? I'm I'm for it, bro. Like, if she's she's crying, like, yeah. You're going to send a group message if that's how I'll be like, yo, I sobbed. (laughs) I sobbed, yeah. I I came, I sobbed, I cried. I came, I came. I that's good. I came, I stopped, I conquered. Oh my god. So did I wait, did I cut you off? Oh, I have no clue where even where we are. Oh, we're on to let's talk about sex. We've been talking about that. Let's talk about And then um Oh, we've been to preferred relationship style, have we? Or I don't think I talked about mine. Oh, Jasmine. Inform us. I love how confident you are. I feel yeah. like, I feel like, especially lately, but just in like the past 
two years. Like your body language and like your the the delivery and the cadence and like the way like you're just so like I feel like you're just so you and actualized. It's so great to see. I mean, I just from when we met, you know, like yeah, when you couldn't even tell me you liked women like that was just like so long ago (laughs) oh I also had a huge crush on you oh so it was like extremely hard to talk to you oh that's so delicious when you can share with someone like I had such a big crush (laughs) no I'm more like thank you for your your words I appreciate that and just to even create more time until you give the response this is beautiful because I feel like <laughs> this build-up with social media and stuff, I feel like such an asshole, but I look at the dance world and I'll be like, I don't identify with anything in the dance world right now. I feel really disconnected. I don't feel part of the hype. Like, I feel like now I'm, you know, I've aged out a lot of a lot of stuff and not the like, oh, I'm old. It's just at a certain point you don't care just, about. Yep. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I just feel like a dance hippie and da da da. But then, like, sitting here, I think it's so dope how we cross paths. We're having a real ass fucking conversation mm-hmm. that I think is way more even deep than, like, with a lot of people that I know and love and have deep conversations mm-hmm. with. And we all are connected by the dance world. And that's. Yeah. I have such an assumption and hateration sometimes over dance world, but, like, this is. I feel like <laughs> COVID has given me. I feel like I talk about it, I have talked about it all the time, is that like, you know, me and dance is like a, you know, I do it and it's, I don't know where it's going and all this stuff, but like COVID like has given me the space and time to realize I fucking love dancing and like my dance community, the people that I dance with, that I enjoy spending time with and exploring like artistically with and just getting in a room and sharing energy like I love that stuff like I don't at this point I'm like well shit like I don't want to ever give that up because that's something so special in that you know like all dance relationships and like situations are not that way I feel like yes there's so many things I don't relate to or don't even know how to interact with and like sometimes when I go to classes it's just like (laughs) where am I like what's what's going on but realizing that I've been here for so long and that there's some of these relationships where I just don't see these people and then I do and then it's like this it's just like oh this is what we freaking do it for that's why we're all still freaking here how many years later it's Mm -hmm. just so wonderful I'm so glad to still find myself like here after two years and so your preferred relationships (laughs) (laughs) yes bring it back Jasmine tell us (laughs) <laughs> hmm. No, I mean, my preferred relationship style, I would say, is, like, an open relationship in this sense. Like, for me, there is actually no, like, deal breaker in a relationship with a partner. I would want us to be honest, you know what I mean? But, like, for me, if there is, like, I'm not going to be, like, if you want to have sex with somebody else... Okay, that's the most extreme thing. (laughs) Like, we can just talk about everything first and then, like, go from there. I think the reason... The reason that it would be an open relationship style, more so, (laughs) is because um, I was... I was with somebody and I I just felt like she flourished so much in in a sort of, like, energy that could seem, like, flirtatious and attract... and attract did or being attracted to with others and I've actually felt like she thrived in that and I never wanted to like cut that 
off and then I started observing myself and I feel similarly like the way that I even am in a relationship with a woman which is like a trap like I I really pay attention to the woman that I'm with I think that would make me not just because I love her, but I, I think I would be an ideal lover like to anyone because of that. Because of that. <laughs> Some real shit though. Like to be honest, Jasmine goes like, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I will like listen to you and understand and ask questions about like you because I'm like so interested in you. So like, that can seem like an attraction thing, like a flirtatious energy, and then I look at how I conduct my. I think I like even flirt with my friends in ways. You know what I mean? And, like I'm very affectionate in that way. So like. I wouldn't want that to be taken away from me because I don't know it's it makes it keeps me vital and it keeps me like feeling alive and I mean to be real even like just flirting with someone and being like oh you finna do that like to a to a guy or something like I never wanted to cross the point to where they are and this is what I'm figuring out out now or have been figuring out it's like I don't want to cross it to a point where it's like I'm insinuating that we have a future but it's like in terms of like acknowledging that we're attracted to one another i would want that to be quote unquote allowed in my relationship i would want that to be something that is fine in the relationship and seen as like natural because uh, at this point in my life just because like i don't know and to honestly like you want to still continue to access how you feel desirable in the world Ooh, yeah, it's a compliment. Honestly. It's like, a, I want to, like, you know, I felt cute for a moment, you yeah, know? Like, I mean, it's like, maybe it's an ego thing, but I think it's also, like, a physical thing, you know? Like, accessing, like, my femininity as, you know, a desire. Uh, acknowledging that about a man. I, it's not something that is, like, I need to do all the time. <laughs> I love flirting. Yeah, I love flirting. I want to be able to flirt when I'm in a relationship and go home and be like, bring that energy because when I flirt also it actually really makes me want to talk to the person that I'm with like at night mm. you know what I mean like and I feel like it kind of builds even like sexual chemistry within myself right like you kind of like are in it you know and case in point like the bottom line is I would want to be in a more of a monogamish relationship because I feel like getting that energy and allowing myself and my partner to flow that energy so they could bring so we could bring it home and it would nurture our relationship our relationship still always comes first it's really like i wouldn't say that i'm polyamorous at all i would say that i'm actually monogamous but monogamish do you mean like flirting and coming home or like once in a while i would say it doesn't matter i would say flirting is fine mm-hmm. um i would say mon- monogamish like okay if you want to spend time with this person or you want to go on a date with someone that's always fine let's just talk about it first and then it's like up to you in terms of where we're at dynamically what you think i will not stop you and like you're not gonna really get that from me like where i'm gonna be like yeah nah because also like the woman that i was in love with like was really young too like you know, in her 20s. And I'm like, bro, I'm not trying over here trying to be like, you done? Like, what? <laughs> that is so, like, the audacity. Younger 20s, mid-20s? Mid. Yeah, like, the audacity of, like, me. Like, I think it's so beautiful. So, like, that was the reason why I started exploring, like, the idea of it in my mind. Because I was, I had feelings for somebody. 
And I was like, I would never want to take that away. But then I was looking at myself and I was like, oh, I think I'm more alive in this world, you know? And I think it would feed me for that person specifically. So it does, it is stemmed from a more monogamous love though. Mm. Like it's always gonna be, like I want to marry a woman, you know? But like, I would still want to be able to like flirt <laughs> with, with everybody, you know? Cause yeah, I, I like think that. I need that. I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing also, like, this, just the way, you know, three people in, like, three unique ways in that it's not anymore, like, the binary thing or you have to hide behind anything or not discounting that it still takes something to be out in the world, not as the, like, main, cis, straight, mm-hmm. but um, I think it's beautiful that these are the conversations being had now, like, well, this is kind of where I locate myself, but because it, it is a spectrum, and so before, there's so many conversations that could be had, and I feel like we go to bed really early. Jasmine, you go to bed early. Alyssa, you probably are still going to bed. You're going to bed yeah. late now? No. I'm, I'm early, early too. I'm, a ha- I'm in bed. between. I'm, my schedule is very split between plants and then, like, okay. dance nightlife. So, like, um, I, tr- I naturally am up with the sun and asleep with the plants, but, like, I... Who knows these days? I'm also a narcoleptic, so it's whenever, honestly. Damn! I'd just be sleeping. She has layers. Like I I said earlier today, I was asleep before all of this, and I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm up, Mm -hmm. I'm awake. It's not 7.30 yet. (laughs) What's like a dream that you have, kind of wrapping it, what's a dream that you have for the future when it comes to conversations or ways we relate to love and dating and identity in and outside of the dance world? I would just, I want everybody to just be open to figuring out what works with the person that they're interested in making something work with. You know, like, we all have relationships that we see in our daily life, but, and you know, like, who knows what's really going on in between mm-hmm. all the empty space. So <clears throat> open yourself to figuring that out because, you know, that's how you're going to be happier with the person you're with, I think. How you're not going to let, like, your past relationships build the boundaries for the one that you're in that has nothing to do with those past things. For sure, I think is what I would like to see. (laughs) Yeah, I like that too, because it brings it back to, like, yeah, use these conversations for your desires like for if you like like this person so much and you want a future or you want to create a certain characteristic in you that that feeds this person like use these conversations to that to do that identify your desires why you who you want to be with how you want to make them feel you know and then just work towards yeah and just go towards that for us just be open like about love about sex about insecurities you know um i love the conversation that we just had but also the one we had leading up to it Mm -hmm. and it's still i feel like there's a separation a lot of the time between like hetero and queer it feels like that um and i i still remember so much about two years ago like you know how how do i say it 
because obviously people come out of the closet in their own time and you don't have to announce what your <coughs> sexual preference is. You don't have, like I, right, but there's also an assumption if you don't. Mm-hmm. I just hope that there is more openness and more safe spaces and more, like I'm not trying to be talking at a pageant, but where it's not like one side and the other side and just one group yeah. and like everyone is so much more connected mm-hmm. to where these conversations can be happening about sex and everything more often and, yeah, and, and, and it still feels like a little bit daring that we ended up talking about and this is I love talking about sex it's one of my favorite topics yeah. but that we ended up talking about that for and I think like for half the time or da 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 and it's like no but why is it that way I think it's because it's there's so much like still taboo around sex and stuff I'm like oh we're gonna talk about it or I don't know mm-hmm. if you feel it but I do and it's like I want it to be the same as if this might not be the best parallel but like if we wanted to have a talk about food and restaurants and yeah. you know dealing with sexualities like at the same level it's not taboo to talk about food and restaurants mm-hmm. yeah and that's why people find good ass restaurants that they like <laughs> Honest, no, dead ass. Like, yeah. if we talked about sex more, we would we'll probably be having better sex to be real. Yeah, we would understand because the spectrum and how, yeah. how different it can widely be, and then we would just all be more open to to exploring new things that work for us. We wouldn't be so intimidated or insecure. It's already kind of intimidating. So if you hear a woman being like, yeah, man, I get I get intimidated, you know, when I'm about to, you know, try to please my girl, too. If I heard that... When I was with my, when I was with my first like woman, I would have felt so much better. Mm. I'd have felt so much and better. And sex is like super intimidating. Just anyone else's body. Yeah. <laughs> like I still barely know what I'm doing. You know, I'm like it is. You had something to be learned. So. Well, it's I, the shit though. It's, the shit it's so wonderful. I'm I so love, glad that I love this sex. conversation okay. also went there. <laughs> yes, yeah. Sorry. So I guess that's. I guess this is where we're at. So do we put like Instagram handles? This is- <laughs> I feel so not in line with the conversation, but it's the podcast that sure. we usually do. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. I really only have Instagram at this point because I can't keep up with any of the other things. And it's just my name, Alyssa Stamp, at Alyssa Stamp. At A-L-Y-S-S-A-S-T-A-M-P. Like a postage stamp. <laughs> Surprisingly, I get that one messed up so often. People think I say Stan. Oh. I don't know. Stamp. 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 Postage. Stamp. Anyways. <clears throat> Jasmine. I'm at, at Jasmine J. Raphael on Instagram. Is it a P-H or an F? F-R-A-F-A-E-L. Very good. Mm. I never give my own. Yeah, go at ahead. Gogalit. G-O-G-A-L-I-T. And at Dan Speak Podcast. Ooh. Thank you for doing this. Thank you both of it's you. It's an for, honor. Like, Every I single time. Justice. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. It's just so We're nice just that you just want to have, like, conversations. <laughs> yeah. I feel so honored that, <laughs> like, anybody wants to know what I have to say about anything. This was so nice. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Definitely felt a little bit bold, and it felt really good to just be open and talk about real things that happen behind closed doors. So would love to hear what your thoughts are. Be sure to follow us on social media at Dance Speak Podcast, and stay tuned for next time. Also, though, in the meantime, we have a library of, by the time you hear this, maybe even over 150 episodes, and the episodes do stay relevant, most of them, for all of time thus far five years it's been so 
listen, and I will check you out next time. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our Dance Speak podcast. For inquiries, suggestions, comments on your favorite guests, or who you'd like to see on the show, please email us at dancespeakpodcast at gmail.com. gmail.com and